we are rolling and everyone's happy and it's a great day to be alive. Let's go. What's up, everybody? This is the quad with Chris Young. As always, I am Chris. We got Ryan from Miami. So after driving three and a half hours from South Florida to make it for the podcast, coming into my apartment, carrying all of my stuff, I stubbed my toe. Top five worst feeling ever, stubbing right, your toe, right? All right, time out. Hey, we're going to come back to this. Producer Josh. That's weird. I also stubbed my toe this morning. This is going to go great today. <laughs> uh, and Haley the Bear. I vote we stop starting with Ryan's name. Because <laughs> he always has a comment. He always the intro. has a comment. Uh, quick, quick question: Which which toe did you stub? Is it uh, was it your your first one or is it the pinky it's the, toe? It's the big toe. It's the big toe on the right foot. Pinky toe doesn't hurt. Is I'm a oh, oh, big no, toe. No, 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 no. It's way worse. This, this is like the the simmering warm take of the podcast. It's way worse if you hit your pinky toe. Mine was pink, pinky toe uh, right on the, foot on the like coffee table corner of my bed. Oh. My, oh, it's the worst. My actual the the toe next to your pinky toe, mine's permanently broken. Do you have an official name for that? It. The ring toe? <laughs> is it? I don't. Someone get back to us. Is I it, can is turn it, it sideways. It's permanently broken. <laughs> oh, that's huh. good. Oh, well, I didn't need Yo, that visual right man. now. You're no. welcome. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> to um, everyone, you're welcome. <laughs> speaking of, I was I was watching Instagram this morning, and there was there was a reels that popped up, and I was just kind of scrolling through a couple things, and uh, they, you know. They normally put like the the sensitivity warning if something happens that you're like, oh no, I did not need to see that. Uh, they they didn't do it on this one. A guy was bench pressing and like dislocated his elbow while he was doing it. Mm-mm. And I was like, I, that's not what I wanted to see at breakfast. <laughs> that's not. No. Uh, no thanks. Uh, and so then I was done scrolling. That's, <laughs> that was it. You threw your phone across the room. I was and like, that was no. it. it was like it was a spider. I was like, no, I, I don't want to see it. Um. Very excited to be hanging out with you guys, as always. New oh, podcast no. studio. Yeah, we uh, we may try and grab like a, a photo or a boomerang or something at the end. Oh, we can post it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it, it's it's nowhere near done. It's it's still white walls and a uh, a very very old theatrical red? theatrical <laughs> red. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's there's like this huge heavy curtain across one end of the room, and which we're going to replace. Is there oh Porter's bed? That's good because I was wondering if that's also going to be my studio apartment, so I could sleep on Porter's bed then. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it does look pretty comfy though. I'm not gonna lie. There, there is a bed that someone gave me. So this is. Uh, Can I have it? When, no, <laughs> this is one of the rooms that that I've been working on for a little bit. Uh, somebody else was actually here before us, and now that they have vacated, I figured this would be the perfect place for us to do the podcast. That way, it's not in Josh's way in the studio every week. We can leave it set up. This yep. is great. So uh, great for me. So this is going to be cool. But uh, first things first, how'd that poll go? <clears throat> the uh, totality of the New York Yankees. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I still think eleven championships in thirteen years. Uh, is very very impressive. Ob- obviously, it is very impressive. It I didn't say impressive. it wasn't. When you're talking about the best of. There's gonna be different things that are are super impressive. I mean, it's it's just the truth. Unless one person is so far and away better than everyone else in a sport, which so far hasn't happened, whether it's teams or individuals, there's always different people that you can argue who's the goat, and there's more than one person in the conversation. Except maybe Tom Brady. We'll see. He's about the only one. Give him another thirty years, and we'll see if that's still a uh, again. Well, argument. He's, he's done things that no one else has done in the history of that sport, and I don't think it's even close. Like you, ha- right now, if we made the vote right now, the goat. Oh no! Quarterback question. of the NFL. No question, Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. Absolutely. And, and I say that knowing that I'm a Cowboys fan, and there were phenomenal quarterbacks in the history of my team. I, that's just who it would be. So oh, he's won one more championships than any other player at that position, and the most important position in all of sports. So yeah, goat. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, lots to get to in sports. Do we want to start sports or do we want to start music this this week? What do you want to do? What do you want to do, Josh? Sports. Here we go. All right. 
Um, NBA playoffs. It's the best time of the year. LeBron tweaks his ankle at the end of that game last night. He said it's just a tweak. He's fine. Everything's fine. He's limping over to the bench. <laughs> Everything's fine. They are the seven seed. They will be in the play-in against the Golden State Warriors. On Wednesday. The most dangerous team, I think, right now in any of those uh, bottom four positions. Ooh, I kinda, Josh, what are you doing Wednesday? I feel like we need to watch this game. We can do that. We can we can live <laughs> live stream my, my horror <laughs> as Steph Curry shoots thirty nine times in a game because he's the only one on the team that can make a basket. Who do you put on him though? Because normally I would say let LeBron lock him down, but LeBron right now is a little banged up. So the Lakers are going to win this game, and here's why: you're going to send two people to Steph the second he crosses half court. So you're going to send KCP, Alex Caruso, any combination of talent, Talon Hor- Talon Horton Tucker. There it is. There it is. Tht. <laughs> They don't have a answer for Anthony Davis. That's the problem. Or Andre Drummond or LeBron James. So at some point, just offensive rebounds alone, the Lakers are going to win this game. Even if Steph goes nuts and, and scores 60, the Lakers are going to win this game. What if Draymond goes nuts? Draymond hasn't gone nuts since 2015. I know, but what but if he does? Wait. What wait if he turns moment. it up? I would be very surprised <laughs> to see that. I, obviously, we're, we're picking on Josh just a little Andrew bit Wiggins' revenge game for getting traded in 2014? We don't know. <laughs> how many games? Probably not. How many times? Games? Times? Whatever. Okay, what do they understand. have to win? Hey, what it, do they have to win? Actually, this is, this is a good example. Uh, or Sorry, a good moment for this. Explain the play in tournament to Haley because she asked me this question the other day and I was like, ah, we ought to explain this on the podcast. And uh, there's a lot of people out there that probably don't understand how the seating works. Correct. I have one. It's one sentence. It's, it's very simple. Go for it. So the winner of the seven, eight matchup, which is what the Warriors and Lakers are, gets the seven seed, which then advances to play the two seed in that conference. So, okay. But what you're not explaining in that one sentence Okay, yeah. so seven and eight play. One game. One game. The winner of that is the seven seed. Nine and ten play. One game. The winner of that plays the loser of the seven and eight game for the eight seed. And then that's your matchup. And that's one your, and eight. then that's one through eight. That is that, how this works. It's it's the one game part that is throwing a lot of people off because they didn't understand why it was only one game that they played. Correct. So potentially the Warriors could beat the Lakers and then the Lakers could lose the next game and be out entirely of the playoffs. I imagine the Lakers will not lose to... I, I don't think they will. I'm just saying it is a possibility. Because was it Memphis and San Antonio in the in the 9 and 10? Yeah. <laughs> so a couple of things here. One, very heady play by LeBron James, making the case for Steph to be MVP ahead of this play in game. So, you know, throwing a little good, good, good vibe steps way and then coming in here and knocking him out of the playoffs. I like that move by LeBron. Let me, let me ask two. you a question about that, right? Uh, do you think that we've slept? And I, I don't even know how this is possible. Do you think that we have slept on Steph Curry? No, I don't think we even, we even downplayed the possibility of him being MVP the other day. I, I mean, he, he he just won. What is he? The he's the scoring, scoring champion. Player. No, no, I know that. But fourth player ever to win scoring title twice, MVP, Finals MVP. I forget what it is, but joining guys like Jordan MVP. will. Yeah. So are we sleeping on him as MVP? I feel like your team has to be a top four or five seed to be in contention for the most valuable player award. And they're not in that spot. I will challenge that and say that I think Steph Curry is going to finish third in MVP voting right now. But that, again, that's not so winning. So who's going to finish though. first? Oh, he's not going to win it. There's Jokic. no way. Jokic is going to win. Yeah. Embiid's going to get second. And if it's not for Steph Curry, the Warriors win 12 games this year? Yeah, they, they aren't in a play-in situation They're not all. even remotely close. No. All right, what, what was your next point, Ryan? I'm sorry, I cut you off. The next point was, so the Lakers obviously are going to be, you know, Likely the seventh seed if they win this game. Only the Rockets, 1995 Rockets, they've been the lowest seeded team to ever win a championship. That came in the sixth seed. So odds are against the Lakers of repeating this year, even with going into the playoffs with a 90, 85% LeBron and a healthy AD. 
very, very unlikely they repeat as champs. Okay, but part of this is it's a 72-game season right now. So we lost 10 games of this. Those, those last 10 games could have been against Cleveland or teams that are trying to tank. And so all of a sudden, that seven seed becomes a five seed, a four seed by the end of an actual season. I Look, I, I'm just going to say it. I don't think our bet is going to go very well. When you have both of your two stars superstars really and truly superstars in the league get injured and your team is built around those two guys and then you have pieces like Schroeder and all the other guys that they've kind of pulled together outside of what they already had if they were healthy I'd still feel good about the the bet against the field I I don't I don't think they're going to win it this year they I know it's possible I'm not trying to like no, it's okay. I feel great. Parade. I feel great. And here's why. The Denver Nuggets intentionally lost that game to the Trailblazers just to push the Lakers into the play-in. Which means I like how the Clippers didn't want to didn't Clippers want to, play didn't the want to do it either. So like everyone's trying to position against not playing the Lakers, which tells me the Lakers are for real and people are just doing their best to avoid it. But what do I get when the field wins? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. A high five. A, on it. a yeah. high five. I get bragging rights on the podcast yeah. again. Yes. Uh, I, I will say this too. Really interesting. And I, I believe this was Barstool that this came up on. Uh, at the very beginning of the season, this guy tweeted at Dame Willard and he was like, hey, how's the hamstring feeling? I, you think you can win 42 games? If you don't, I'll lose my house. And Dame Willard tweeted back at him, say less. And then last night, with that victory, they won exactly 42, 42 games. So uh, wherever that guy is, I don't know what he bet. I don't think he ever said. I don't think it ever came out exactly what the gamble was. But you are a very, very lucky human. And yeah. Dame tweeted last night, show me the ticket. He wanted to see the, he wanted he wa- to see He it. wanted to see the bet, which I love. I, I love all I We love have to that. keep an eye on this. I want to see if the guy posts it. Who is ready? for a Milwaukee Bucks Miami Heat rematch this year in the opening round <laughs> you of the are. NBA playoffs. Did you see my text to you about that score? I did. I did. That's a regular season game. Regular season doesn't matter now cuz now we are in the playoffs. It my doesn't matter that they were losing by 20 right they were losing by 21 points with like a minute into the second quarter. What's going, is your cat yelling at you? What's going on? He's eating a fake plant right now. What is wrong with you? <laughs> What is wrong with you? I feel like your cat this needs is, a post. This is why we are getting ready to start running video as well as audio so people Wait, can see. This is why I need to be in studio face. so that my cat isn't eating a fake plant and <laughs> I feel like me. you need to take a really good picture of your cat and we need to post this is Ryan's cat. So people can put a Bentley. face to the cat that's always interrupting like that. the podcast. Uh, he's the, he's, he's the, the podcast, you know? We love the him. podcast. Um, <laughs> let's go. So heat... Bucks playoffs, Miami's 18 and eight since they started 22 and 24. This team's won seven of eight. The only loss coming against Milwaukee in a meaningless final regular season game. Bucks in five. Let's go. Wow. Uh, Also, the Nets are going to be a problem. They, they're getting lost in this conversation. I'm telling you guys right now, the Nets are going to be a problem. Well, Kyrie wants to solve the world's problems, though. He doesn't want to win a championship. Yeah, but Blake Griffin does. And I know that doesn't seem like a super important player because of how much he's fallen off from being one of the top guys in the league. But that is a really awesome piece that they got for this team. And he does a lot of the hustle things that you don't see anybody else really getting in there. And it's like, all right, I'm going to dive on the floor for a ball and be physical and He's a big dude to be able to do that. So as long as he stays healthy, like I, that is a fantastic addition to that team. If we're assuming that the 76ers and the Nets meet in the Eastern Finals, <clears throat> we have a problem because <laughs> you can throw Ben Simmons on Kyrie or James Harden. You can throw Matisse Tybel on one of those two. But you still have Kevin Durant after all of that. And right. what do that, you do about that? That is my that? point. And that's the problem. Yeah. 
That's I don't know. Thing. They might meet up with a pretty, pretty good Washington Wizards team here in the first round. All that right, Wizards team might give them a little bit of tough. They might give them a little bit of a run in this opening round can if you, the Wizards get can there. Can you name the third best Wizards player? Marcin Gortat? Hasn't been in the league for like four years. <laughs> <laughs> he just guessed. He did play for the Wizards. That was, that that was, was okay. awesome. That was okay. JaVale McGee? Nope. <laughs> oh, ooh, hang on. Wait, I can tell you right now, I can't. On. Otto Porter. <laughs> not on not on the Wizards anymore. <laughs> Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook. That's all that matters. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Um, it, that, that is going to be an important plan for, for Russ. I hope they make it in. I do, too. I really do. Can we all agree, though? I mean, can we look to, to sum up the NBA playoffs? Everything came down to the final day of the regular season because the play-in tournament. Are we fans of this play-in tournament now? Because I am. It made it interesting all the way to the final no, I, day. I haven't seen it yet. First off, that, that, that every, that's a fair point. That's a very yeah. fair point. First off, correct. Second, it the season has come down to the last game of the year multiple times. The Miami Heat went like what was it, twenty-one and twenty-one after starting terribly once and just barely missed the playoffs in the very last game. Do you remember that? Nope. Like three years that was ago, Dwayne, that was Dwayne Wade's last year too. They barely yeah. missed it. So it's this is not unprecedented where, wow, all of a sudden NBA basketball is really exciting in the last game of the season. It's always been like this. We just have, you know, what's really exciting. And you know what we have a background and history on the NHL playoffs being awesome, baby. (laughs) (laughs) But hang hang on before we get to the NHL, I do want to say, um, the, the hall of fame was incredible with Kobe Duncan and Garnett. I mean, speeches I, I hope you guys got a chance to watch that it was a a really really touching night and um it was cool to see people being able to do that again after last year not being able to do it um very very cool event and uh three three great careers like yeah i mean three incredible careers so obviously with the loss of kobe too that that was just a very uh tugging on the heartstrings moment That was classy, by the way, because Kobe wasn't originally supposed to be a part of this 2020 Hall of Fame class, but they made an adjustment to to put him in, obviously, posthumously. And Vanessa Bryant's speech was incredible. And it was cool to see, you know, Michael up there and Sabrina was up there as well with the Bryant family, Sabrina Ionescu. So, yeah, it was it was really, really touching speech by Vanessa Bryant. For sure. For sure. Kudos to her for being able to keep her cool that long. Yeah, she held it together. And you could tell that was not an easy, easy thing for her to do so um the nhl we are getting to that we are uh should, should we tell everybody yes yes we should, yeah so we're gonna to do tune in. we're gonna do part of the podcast next week from a preds playoff game yes so uh we're we're gonna have some live audio it's gonna be a little bit different for you guys we're gonna change things up but i i love going to preds hockey games i've gone since way before anyone cared like there was a point in Nashville where they were getting ready to move the team they everybody was like unless you were a diehard hockey fan and you just loved that Nashville had a team they they were getting ready to move them and uh they ended up staying and then obviously the the success that they've had in this city since then speaks for itself but uh it, it was you know they made Nashville a hockey town and it, those games are so much fun. And being able to go to one of those and, and do part of the podcast from it's going to be awesome for next week. Are we going to, can I get in on the chance even from afar? Because that's my favorite <laughs> part of Preds games. Favorite part is the chance. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I was just thinking in my head, I'm like, can we say, all yeah, well, we can say all that. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yeah. That was my favorite thing. My, my sister was like, <laughs> the very first time she went to one, she was like, wait, they fight? Because like she didn't, she wasn't really into hockey, you know. I mean, this is years and years ago, but she was like, "Oh, this is awesome!" I was like, "Yeah." And then there's like the, the chance and and everything, and she's like, "What? There's chance?" So she got into that, <laughs> and it is like a very very cool experience. If you've never been to a hockey game, you you really need to go. It's being there in person to me is is such a defining moment of what made me fall in love with with hockey. Isn't it the one sport, in my opinion, that is much better in person than it is on television? Like the football, you can watch on TV, have fun, basketball too. I feel like hockey is that one sport you have to be there in person to fully get the experience. I feel that way about baseball too, though. Baseball is one of those. Well, there's so many games 
It's uh, it's not like football. You're not waiting a full week for it. You get them multiple times throughout the week. So being there actually makes it way more entertaining than it is watching it four times a week. Yeah. Yeah. But I still I watch it. But it, it's one of those, you look up, you look at the score, you look down. Look up, look at the score, look down kind of thing until it gets really intense. How are you guys feeling about the Preds? Preds uh, and Hurricanes playing the top seed? Uh, what do you think? Upset alert? Lots of trash talk from the Hurricanes. Lots of trash talk. Like a surprising amount of trash talk. But also surprising, I honestly didn't think the Preds would make it. So they probably feel the same way. Like we're playing the Preds. We didn't think they were going to make it. I like being the team that the nobody believes in us team. I like that. That's where they are this year. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we're on borrowed time. Let's go. Let's go punch people in the mouth. Yeah. Literally. Carolina has won all six games in the series and they've outscored the Preds 23 to nine in those six games. However, let's go Preds, baby. Let's go, Preds. Are you jumping on this bandwagon now? No, he's no, got his no. Team. I'm fully on the lightning. I'm fully on the lightning bandwagon. Yeah. Did you I see that wait. game last night? Come on. I I can't wait to order some cotton candy. <laughs> this <laughs> podcast oh my god oh Lord. by the way I, I have one one interesting tidbit and i don't know and this may be inside baseball to a lot of the listeners but so the lightning obviously played in an exceptional game last night against the panthers that was one of the best playoff hockey games i've seen in a while nikita kucherov the star of the lightning doesn't play any game during the regular season he was recovering from offseason hip surgery but he's allowed to come back and play in the postseason because the salary cap gets scrapped in the postseason. So if Kucherov had played during the regular season, the team would have been violating the salary cap. But because he comes back in the playoffs, the cap gets wiped and Kuch is able to come back and score twice in his first game and it being a playoff game. I think that's kind of cheating in a sense, maybe a little bit. It's definitely creative accounting. <laughs> <laughs> that's the polite way you put that like can you imagine like i don't know you know that ha- like that doesn't exist in the nba like it would be very interesting if right. someone just sat their star the entire year and then and then added a bunch of players because it wouldn't violate the salary cap and then lebron comes back and plays in the playoffs like it's yeah it's gonna I, uh, mm. I mean good for you <laughs> seems like an oversight i feel like they need to fix that they should probably fix that rule uh, they should also fix this whole mess that's going on. I know I mentioned it last week, but the the one NFL thing, obviously everyone's still like, what the hell is going to happen with Aaron Rodgers? Now the Packers have four quarterbacks. They just signed another one. So yep. it, it's Blake looking... Bortles, not just another one. The University of Central Florida boat. No, 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 no. What has Blake no, done? Wait, 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 wait. They signed an, another player after Blake. Like just this morning, I think. Yeah, Ryan, that's, that's I knew. Confused. I knew Blake Bortles was signed to the team, but what are they? What is their what is their method right now? Because Blake Bortles, <laughs> look at Ryan's face. All right, wait, go ahead. Have you ever heard of Kurt Benkert? Oh, which yeah. by the way, who has Kurt in both their first name <laughs> and last name? I feel like you should change your name if it's Kurt Benkert. That's like you. You are obviously a superhero. <laughs> yeah, he, obviously. Is. Yes, he's gonna win the starting job. <laughs> And take the Packers to the Super Bowl. Can you imagine if Kurt Benkert supplants Aaron Rodgers and leads the Packers to a Super Bowl and has oh. as many Super Bowls as Aaron Rodgers? Stop Kurt Benkert. My point getting to <laughs> all of this. We should make a bet on how many passes this guy even makes in, right? in an we actual really, game. Really I mean, he has no games played at this Zero. point, by the way. Zero games played. Over under half a pass attempt for Kurt Benkert. Smashing the oh under. God. Smashing the under. So... <laughs> Uh, Juwan James, this contract mess is is getting worse. Uh, now, not only it, that was the last year, I guess, of his contract, which was ten million guaranteed. Uh, not only have they cut him, but I think he is going to file a grievance. And now, Juwan James has openly on social media criticized the NFLPA for uh, not being in his corner. This doesn't end well. It doesn't update, look good. Update people what's going on. Yeah, so if, if you weren't listening last week, uh, this player was working out from home because the NFLPA has been advising players to not go in early because of protocols and safety, and they're they're really trying to push back on the NFL for 
some some more things in the favor during these uh, voluntary workouts in the off season from the NFL. The problem is, is in their contract, it stated if they're hurt off site during the voluntary workout period, that the team is not they can, required to pay them. They can yeah. cut them. They can waive their entire salary for the year if they're injured. And that ten million guaranteed goes to zero. Yeah, and and he hurt his Achilles, which is also a really tough that, one to come yeah. back from. Yeah, eight months a tweet. Well, it is a his year, Achilles, basically. right? I, I'm thinking of this right, right, right. Yes, Achilles. Achilles. So, yeah, which is obviously when you when you're an offensive lineman, that's kind of a pretty critical part of your body. A bit, you a bit important. Forward. A bit important. So it's just a mess, and I have no idea what's going to happen with it. But they got they got to work this out. Just it, it a quick uh, Kurt Ben Kurt update, just for those that are are curious. Um, I Cape wondered Coral, what he was Florida. looking up. <laughs> Cape Coral, Florida native, by the way. Let's go representing uh, Florida, Haley. Let's go. You could be a big Kurt. Ben Can Kurt I make fan. a button that is just Ryan saying Florida, 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 Florida? <laughs> yes, please. I am for every single time that yes. he's like, "Oh, this happened." Well, his cousin is a former Miami Dolphin. <laughs> this is this is this is the difference between me and Ryan. We're both from Florida, born and raised. But I am not hopping on every single Florida bandwagon that ever exists. <laughs> also, wait, but <laughs> I, I do have to uh, interject one second. Somebody the other day left us a review that was like, I used to love listening to your podcast and you guys are just all so mean to each other now. Yeah, what's up with that? Well, they, speci- <laughs> they specifically called you guys out for being mean to me, which... You know, I'm, Why do I, I may, have a feeling that this is Ryan? It is Ryan posting. He just I may or may not account. have written a review. So it's written by a Florida guy, oh, Miami. Lord. Okay, UCF. I think you guys all know we love each other, and the best part of this is yeah. we can pick on each other because if we can't it do happens that, every this, week. This would be <laughs> if we can't do that, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Especially me, because y'all pick on me a lot too. Um, speak, speaking of, um, Mike Chandler. Yeah. All right. Big. We're all. Our Nashville guy. Yeah. Our Nashville guy, Mike Chandler. He's not only one of the nicest guys ever, but he literally strives for the best. He's constantly trying so hard to win. And he. At what? UFC. UFC. Oh, we did. Sorry. That was my fault. That was my bad. Uh, He had his big fight for the lightweight champion this past Saturday. I did not get to watch the fight live, but I did watch the clips and he killed it in the first round and just had that one wrong hit. I I did. So Oliveira, who has been in the game for a very, very long time, uh, actually, I believe prior to this had the most wins in UFC history without actually getting a championship. Like this guy's legit. And because that, that title uh, was vacated, and because of Mike Chandler's success over in Bellator, I believe, which is where he was before being a champ, he won his first fight going away. I mean, he knocked the dude out. So they put him against Oliveira, and uh, the first round was was all Chandler. I mean, all him. He was dominating that round to the point that I was like, good Lord, like this is just going to be brutal. And... uh Oliveira is such a technical, not only wizard on the ground, but striker. He came out and just landed a perfect left, set him down, hit him again, and they had to call the fight. And it was 19 seconds in the second round. Oof. So it, it, it was like he won the first five minutes of that fight, and then 20 in 19 second, seconds. Yeah, 20 Which seconds later, it's so over. so sad because he got that hit, and Mike Chandler being the, the great fighter that he is, he, he spun around, tried to stand up, but just could not get had his. no legs. Yep. No. Yeah. He he literally he he knew he was trying really hard to not fall from that punch, but it just took him down. And uh, I mean that's that's the way the fight game goes. Sometimes you just get caught. And uh, I think he's going to be back. We're a big fan of Mike Chandler, so uh, wishing him the best. I mean, obviously he was he was talking and and seemed fine after the fight. After they let him, you know, kind of recover and stand up, he. Seemed like he was in a good space. Hopefully he didn't have any injuries and hopefully he can come back and fight again really, really soon because he's a lot of fun to watch. Well, he said he's like, within the next year, I'm going to win a championship. Like, that's just, that's his mindset. That's always been his mindset is getting to see him train and do whatever. He's always on that 
positive mindset. And, he and he just you, lost and still stayed so positive. It was, yeah, that's who he is. For sure. And, and again, I'm, I'm a fan just based on the way he handled himself uh, before and after the fight. Like it, th- This was not a fight where those guys were just trash talking the whole time, which sometimes that's fun. But to see these two guys, I mean, Michael Chandler's fought 28 fights in his professional career. Um, Charles Oliveira's fought almost 40. Like, this guy's been lot. around for a long time, so it's really cool to see him win. Uh, you hate to see Michael Chandler lose, but he'll be back. So Yes. Can't wait for it. All right. I think that's all the sports we got. We've we've talked like <laughs> 30 minutes on, on the so sports portion. There's so much sports to get into. I know there is. Uh, let's go. Let's go to movies. Movies. All right. I know Haley didn't see this. Did you see this? Mm. Nope. Ryan, did you see this? I had a birthday weekend. I had to attend. Oh, let me tell you about why I didn't see this movie. So, uh, because I saw it before everyone else. Oh, well, you you don't mean like when I looked at you uh, last Monday and said, hey, can we go see this movie either Wednesday night, Thursday I, night, or and Sunday? I said and I would go said, see it again to you and Josh. He did. Side note, is this the first big breakthrough movie post-pandemic? No. Like, I'm curious. No, no, there's been there's Like Tenet, I know, came out middle of pandemic, but I feel like... No, maybe not. No, I, I mean, even a couple of weeks ago, I referenced one of the movies. What was it? What was the one that we went and saw at that weird theater? Yeah, we were, we were talking about that because it had done really good numbers. Yeah, um, there, there's been other things, but this uh, this movie specifically is wow. This is really this is really wild. Okay, so Wrath of Man. This is rated R, 2021 action thriller, two hours long. Uh, this is a Guy Ritchie movie, so if you've ever seen Guy Ritchie films, one of the things that I warned everybody about last week is there's going to be gore, <laughs> there's going to be violence. I mean, that's just kind of his M.O., and, and it's very stylistic the way that he does uh, his movies, and especially being able to have a Guy Ritchie film with Jason Statham as as the lead role. Uh, I knew this was going to be a lot of fun. If you like action movies and you like that sort of movie, I'm a bit surprised because as I'm sitting here looking at it, 67% of Rotten Tomatoes. Like that's, it's low, but that's don't, low. Don't action movies generally not rate super well? Well, I, okay. So normally there's, there's, I like to look at the difference between the Rotten Tomatoes score and how many percentage of Google users like this movie, right? 92% of Google users like this. Movie. Oh, and it got well, a who is Rotten Tomatoes? Like who are they? Because they don't like anything. <laughs> <laughs> they really wrong. don't. <laughs> to be honest, I think we should actually investigate who is Rotten who Tomatoes. Is ro- who is determining Rotten who, Tomatoes? Who are? Who are? Who, who is? Are, who is? I guess is is correct. I don't you know, know what I miss? Entity? I miss sweet tomatoes. That's what I miss. Oh, sweet tomatoes is delicious. Anyway, sidebar, Ryan. Yeah. But anyway, we, we need to figure out. <laughs> I like fried green tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> I like ketchup. Yeah. Is this what we're doing? <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Uh, Jason Statham. By the way, does Statham only play heist movies? Like uh, he's in every heist movie, right? Stop it. No. Like every, any movie that Jason Statham plays in has to feature some sort of heist. No. Name him. Like the last movie that he was in was the Hobbs and Shaw spinoff of Fast and Furious, I believe. And then before that, it was the Meg, which is an underwater thing about a giant shark. Like, he was in the mechanic. <laughs> he was in Snatch, Crank. Yeah, go Crank. Is, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put that up there among his best, but I watched it. Expendables. Yeah, Italian. Well, Italian job that counts. That's that's a heist movie. That's a that's a heist movie. There you go. But, right, okay, two so heist you, movies. Yeah, no, Nomeo and Juliet. What is that? Okay, that's that's an animated movie where he was one of the voices. He was of one, one of the, the voices. Characters. He was in Collateral. Wait a minute, Post Malone was in Wrath of Man? I was, if you would let me finish <laughs> the part of the show I'm trying to do, that's what I was getting ready to tell everybody. Jason Statham, Scott Eastwood, Post Malone, Josh Hartnett, which is the first movie Josh Hartnett's been in in forever. Since and, Wicker Park. <laughs> well, evidently, like, they got into a conversation, and, like, he and Guy Ritchie both have a bit of a different take on what happened, but they wrote him a part into this movie. Interesting. Yeah. And he's like notorious for like pulling away from, from Hollywood. So this was like one of the first things that he's done in a long time. Everybody's really excited about it. Uh, here's the synopsis. Oh, this, I, this synopsis gets me going, baby. Let's go. He's already read it. <laughs> Let's go. 
Mysterious and wild-eyed, a new security guard for a cash truck surprises his coworkers when he unleashes precision skills during a heist. Yes. The crew is left wondering who he is and where he came from. Soon, yes. the marksman's ultimate motive becomes clear as he takes dramatic and irrevocable steps to settle a score. Yes! That might be the best synopsis ever from a movie. It's pretty good. I'm not going to lie. That last line, by the way, you got to you got to you got to give me that last line again. So wait, last wait, line hang again. on, is it is it? Do you say irrevocable or irrevocable? Irrevocable. See, oh, well, I don't know. I don't know. Words, words. My brain just broke. I've never used any of those words in my life. So All right, you know words. what? Let's read this last line with both versions of irrevocable, and then <laughs> we'll see which one's better. Uh, no, I'll just say irrevocable. So here we go. Soon the marksman's ultimate motive becomes clear as he takes dramatic and irrevocable steps to settle a score. I really you feel like you should be Darth Vader. Coming this summer. <laughs> I think you missed oh, your calling, buddy. I know, you did. Literally. Oh, man. Uh, it, it's a really good movie, guys. You, you need to see it. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I seriously would go watch it again. I do have a question, though. What is wild-eyed? What do you mm. You're mysterious and wild-eyed. What is wild-eyed? He's got the crazy eyes, man. You know <laughs> what I think eyes. of when I hear wild-eyed? Is Crazy Eyes from the Adam Sandler movie, Mr. Deeds. <laughs> our, uh, our, right, resident, Google. our resident Adam Sandler fan. <laughs> All right, here we go. Did you According. ever see the movie The New Guy? Was it The New Guy? Do you know what I'm talking about where it gives him the crazy eye? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, the, the definition from dictionary.com Thank is you. having an angry, insane, or distressed expression in the eyes. Extremely irrational, senseless, or radical. Mm, that works. <laughs> I'm feeling I'm feeling wild-eyed today. Can you feel wild-eyed, or do you look it? Do you just look it? I think you look it. I think after a night of drinking, you can feel wild-eyed. <laughs> He's probably not wrong. <laughs> oh, anyway, I, Wrath of Man is great. Definitely, if you guys get a chance, or when it comes out for for rental, if you don't want to go see it in a theater, I know a lot of people. You know, depending on what part of the country you live in, don't even have theaters. Yeah, your theaters might not even be open yet. So um, we're getting close, though. Yeah, it, it it seems like everything's moving along. Um, so that's that's a good thing. Uh, but if you get a chance to see this, if that's your type of movie, check it out. The question is, what are we going to do for next week? Mm. Because I I have a suggestion, but you're going to hate it. Is it a horror movie? Is it another sort 15 of. minutes of these movies that I have, I'm have? i going to be staring into the depths of a box? <laughs> no, it's not that. It, but And this is also more of an action movie, and it's Zack Snyder. And it's a heist film. Does it have Jason Statham? I'm in. <laughs> no, it, it does have Dave Bautista in it, though. Okay. So uh, Zack Snyder did a Netflix movie that I believe releases this week i hope so if it if we're trying to talk 20, about it next week no it does on the 21st uh army of the dead <laughs> i think so it totally sounds like that. a movie i would watch it is a zombie <laughs> action heist film what's it called army of the dead oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> the only reason it popped into my brain is because while i was watching the ufc fight it was one of the sponsors so it was in like every post of the octagon so I kept seeing it over and over. And it's the only thing that I know that's new that comes out this week. And it's Netflix. So even if people can't get to a theater, they can watch it. All right, we'll do that. <laughs> you sure? I don't, I don't have anything better. So, Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, R, it is rated R. Just a heads up, guys. Um, two hours, 28 minutes, Army of the Dead on Netflix. Check it out. That'll be for next week. And let's go to music. <laughs> music man i've been listening to so much random stuff lately <laughs> it, it it was bad because when i was looking at the what are you listening to i i may have actually or someone else may have actually said the one that i did i finally landed on but i was all over the place like how random just all rock this week oh like yeah okay and like from Emo to classic to seven dust to no, I, Avenged Sevenfold. Um, okay. all right. I, I just all over the place. 
I was all over the place this week. Well, uh, ever had- there's a large spectrum of rock, by the way. Like we could go like Tom oh, Petty rock all the way to like a day to remember. Like where are we at? Here? I mean, I was kind of all over the place. That's my point. Have you ever had a week like that where you're just listening to music and you're like, I'm just going to go back into the files and find what I find. Yeah. Yep. My my pick this week is definitely that also, but in a completely different way. Maybe we go that way. Well, let's just do this first then. Um, Ryan, do you have one or do you need I, a- I do. I do. I have a question though. Do either of you or any of you still have your old Napster or LimeWire folder that has your old music in it? No, it destroyed computer. like never, six laptops for me. So I never you, had one. You thief. You what? music thief. Yeah. I was back in the early days, you know, before I, <laughs> before I met you and knew that I should pay for music. <laughs> Good. I never had a LimeWire uh, no. or a Napster. No, I didn't either. All right. Just curious. <laughs> or Kazaa. Wasn't that another one? Oh, you remember yeah. that? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, people right now are like, what are you talking about? I, what is the oldest? And, and okay, let me, let me qualify this. Before we go to what are you listening to? Because I had this conversation with someone the other day. and I have no idea how it got started, but we were laughing about what is the oldest thing you remember purchasing that you could listen to music on that wasn't just like a, a 45 or a 78 record. Cause obviously like record players, we get it. That's, you know, when I grew up listening to music, my grandfather would play 45s and 78s of Marty Robbins and Lefty Frizzell. And like that, that's how I heard a lot of that stuff and, and knew my music history and country due in part was because of my grandfather. But outside of that, there's some stuff that like no one, would know what to do with these days. I had an MP3 player and I only uploaded 15 songs because that's all I could pay for. <laughs> what kind of MP3 player? It was a, I don't know, even know what it was. It, it was, was like a an skinny, it was a skinny like a long <laughs> one like this. And I only had 15 songs because that's all I could afford at the time. And I listened to the same 15 songs over and over all right. and over because everyone else had like iPod. See, that's, I-, I used to, I used to do the thing where you would have to put, the seat and people are going to be like, what you had to put a CD into your computer, uh, download the MP3s from the CD and then transfer your MP3s onto whatever, uh, device you were using to listen to your music on. But even before that, even before I was driving around Texas with the no skip CD player, the best with the cassette transfer the disc man. Absolutely. Before all of that, when I was a kid, I, I, Literally remember going into uh, our local like record music CD cassette tape store and buying the cassette tape single and it was a white cassette. So I was like, oh, this is cool. This is different. It, it doesn't look like a regular cassette of Warren G. I shot the sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Do Walkmans count? Whoa. Even though that's like a... Sure. Yeah, sure. Walkmans count. So I that's always what I was remember my Walkman. I, I always had, remember my Walkman. I had the Sony portable Walkman, and I just Googled it to find out the exact model that I had, and it's on Amazon. The Sony DEJ-011 portable Walkman CD player. If you were to take a guess of how much this is going for on Amazon right now... Oh, God. What would your guess be? I have no idea. $12. Quick random guess. A hundred bucks. $39. $288. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Dang. If you're feeling nostalgic, I've got 288 bucks you can spend somewhere. Wow. Josh, what's yours? I'm trying to think. Is it like dat or like? (laughs) No, because I I didn't ever, I didn't ever buy like an eight track or anything like that. I remember you know, do you remember recording songs off the radio onto a cassette? Like where you'd have to sit there and try to grab yes. them. Okay. One, one of my favorite lines in, in recent memory was actually in automatic where she's talking about record the country countdown. Cause you couldn't buy it yet. Yeah. Because that's literally, you would wait for a song to come on and you'd be sitting there with your fingers on the record and the play um, button. Yep. Just waiting for, and you'd hear the first couple seconds of that song and you'd record it. Yep. Yeah. So I definitely remember doing that. And then I, I was a member of Columbia House, the oh. <laughs> 20 CDs for a penny. But then you also had to pay like $90 in shipping, which. That's amazing. Didn't figure that math out. The nostalgia <laughs> just 
just coursing through my veins right now is awesome. I'm so, and that would have been that would have been mid mid nineties. So that's like Space Jam soundtrack. Uh, no doubt, Tragic Kingdom, bringing down the horse by the Wallflowers, Dave Matthews Crash. That Ho- was also Hootie like, and the Blowfish, Cracked Rear View. It, um, it was that. It was um, Jewel pieces Jewel? of me. I was, <laughs> I was literally about to say Jewel. Alanis I, Morissette. <laughs> Spice Girls was in that era. Spice Girls was on that. That was also like Shania Garth. Um, who who else? Oh, uh, uh, um, Hanson. Hanson. <laughs> yep. <laughs> But baby, um, Green Day Dookie. Yes. Um, let, let's think. Yes. The Weezer Blue album. Okay, so I will. Uh, I will begin. What are you listening to? <laughs> that is a perfect segue because what I was listening to is "Say It Ain't So" by Weezer. Wow. Say it ain't so. Whoa, whoa. Is that legal? Yes. Okay. As long as he's singing it, it's fine. Yeah. Performance rights. That had a little emo in it too. To, to that little tone you use there. I Josh. mean, technically, like, they are described as an emo band. They are so they're the follow up record Pinkerton. Yeah. is considered the very first emo record ever. Yeah. Period. Look it up. Music history. Bam. Because I somebody said that to me and I was like, no, like they they aren't. It, yeah, they are. Yep. Okay. But I I love that song so much. I love it so much. Everything about it. The production. I love the that. Guitar, rec- I love that record. Riffs. That whole record's fantastic. My name is Jonas. The opening track. Yep. It was like, oh, like opening track for every burned CD I made for like three years. Fantastic. Uh, Rye, what you got? I really am enjoying this nostalgia. So you know what? I'm going to continue it because this weekend, this was one of the burnt CDs that still exists in my truck right now. Um, Lincoln Park and Jay Z when they did the Numb Encore remix together. That Collision Course album, by the way, loved that collaboration between those two. Linkin Park, Jay-Z, Numb and Encore. All right. I like that. I like that a lot. Haley, what you got? All right. If if we want to go down this track, there is a song, a couple songs that I was listening to that I really was That are kind of throwback? Yeah. Do it. Avril Lavigne. Oh, which one? My happy ending. Such a great song. (laughs) Such a great song. I don't realize that like here I am 20 years after that record came out and I'm still like secretly trying to write that song somehow. Yes. Such. Well, first of all, I she's only had one recent song out not too long ago that I uh, had above water. That one. It was good. It was about her fight with Lyme disease. Great. But if you go back to all of her old stuff, you forget how good it was in I, my happy ending. Just jamming out Skater Boy, all of them. But my happy ending, yes. Great song. Yeah. Um, I, have we talked about this before about Avril Lavigne? Did you guys ever... <laughs> did did conspir- you ever... The conspiracy uh, that she died? No, 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 <laughs> no. Um, Whoa, you've been reading way too much Reddit. Yeah. They, she has a song called Hello Kitty. Oh, have you seen the video for this? Uh-huh. It is terrifying. It is it's nightmare I, fuel. Uh, yeah, I, I it it's uh, has a hundred and eighty nine million views. I'm at least like six of those for sure. Um, but it's I was watching it going. I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> you're you're waiting for the joke I, to end and then the what? song's over, huh? It's it's very random. <clears throat> very random. Yep, a friend of mine actually worked on that song. <laughs> <laughs> not surprised we have talked about this before now i remember this yes yes, yes. uh all right what do you got josh uh so Take i was home right in line with that i was doing a little deep dive on youtube uh going through some backstreet boys songs and it something else popped up on the little right side where it's like if you're listening to yeah. this stuff oh, i you, love those i love those i just it love going me. down those those mm-hmm. those rabbit trails um the band was called dream <gasps> the song was he loves you not <laughs> I did a dance to that song. Which I love that song <laughs> so much. Leslie, he loves you not. Oh my God, I did. I literally did a dance to that song and it brought down the house one night because everyone was doing lyrical dances. You just made her so happy. <laughs> I'm serious. Like we did a concert in high school and every every person was doing lyrical dances. So everything was so slow. I came out to a hip hop dance with the remix of Kiss Kiss from Chris Brown, Spice Girls, Dream, and... Oh, Lindsay or uh, Ashley Tisdale. <laughs> All right. 
I'm still stuck on you bringing down the house. <laughs> she did. You want to see me? Oh, Lord. We don't, we, you don't need to tear another AC. No. Yeah. <laughs> Let's don't do that. Uh, also, Famous Friends is still flying. I got to say something about it. We're actually filming something kind of cool this week for it. And um, just awesome ride at this point with this song. Um, I think the last numbers that I saw, it was up like another 30% in streaming last week. So uh, it's kicking in. Much love to you guys for, for supporting that one. Congrats and on the CMT uh, Collaborative Video of the Year nominee, by the way. Yeah. Yes. Uh, make sure you guys go vote for that because you can vote as much as you want, I believe. Quad Pod Squad. Activate. Yeah. Um, it, it's really awesome being able to uh, to have you know a win at the CMT Awards last year and then be nominated again this year for something that I did with Kane. Uh, it's kind of full circle. If you guys know the, the CMT award that I won last year was performing drowning because Kane had just lost his drummer. And, uh, he was like, I, I, I don't want to perform without him. And because I had that song out, they called me in to perform that in his place. And, uh, just a, a very, very awesome thing to see this song that we've done together nominated. So, Definitely pumped about that and excited about everything else that's going on. Also, our buddy had a little, little album. Yeah. Viewing. You want to talk about that? Yeah. My, my dude, Timmy Brown, released his first full-length record on Friday called Good Life uh, that I produced and co-wrote eight of the ten songs on it and wrote a couple with Chris and some of our friends. And we had this big release party that was really fun and there was beverages and... It was awesome. Consumed in a very small amount of time. And he, honestly, if you got a chance to see that um, when it streamed, y'all did a fantastic job. And so did he. I mean, just can't say enough about how nice he is and how talented he is. So definitely go check that out. It's Good Life. And it is out right now anywhere you can go find music. Timmy Brown. So go check it out. He at number 17 on the albums for for country. Yeah. Love that. That was cool. Go check that out, guys. Uh, let's go to the hot take. Hot take! Hot take! I liked that, and I liked that you were just pretty casual <laughs> you about li- it. You, li- you rolled your eyes kind just, of after you I was did look, it. I was looking off into yeah. the, the sunset on that one. Off into the middle <laughs> distance. Just <laughs> um, So we had a whole bunch of different hot takes this week, actually, and so they're going to be the next couple weeks. Which is great, because we're usually and like... We're usually scrambling <laughs> for one, and now we have a bunch of them stockpiled. But I had to pivot, and we had to go with this, because I believe this got started by Tim the Tatman posted something, and he said, boneless wings over bone-in. Yes. And that is bullshit. It is bullshit. No, it's not. Oh, my God. No, oh, my not. God. That is just one of the craziest takes. And all right, go, go ahead, because you're on the other side of this for me. Ryan, I haven't even had a chance to ask you yet. I, go Explain to me why you think boneless wings are better than bone-in wings. First of all, I know everyone's like, a boneless wings is just a chicken nugget. They're chicken nuggets. They're, no, chicken, they're not. They're they chicken no, nuggets. No, they're not. Chicken nugget is a plain chicken nugget that you dip in a sauce. <laughs> I'm sorry. A did you use wing. the word in the definition? I, I was saying what a chicken nugget was. Bear, boneless wings are a few inches short of chicken tenders. Now you're going a whole separate direction. But all I'm saying is... A chicken nugget is a plain piece of chicken that you eat by itself. Sometimes you can dip it in some sauces, but a boneless wing is actually a plain in piece the of sauce. chicken that's breaded. Okay, so that fried. you can dip so fried and dipped in sauces or tossed in. Okay, it. so what's the difference with the wing? It's a bone. It's a the it, wing of the actual animal. Yes. Yes. Okay, so do you consider a half roasted chicken a chicken wing? Uh, okay. Look. If I eat the wing part, yes. Let's let's but, okay, let's but that's step completely away from different. Even that, which I I. It's a, it's a chicken nugget. But no, we're gonna it's step not. away. We're going to step away from that. We'll table that part of it, okay? Explain to me why you think boneless wings are better than bone-in. I don't have to eat around the dang bone. I can put the whole chicken in my mouth. But that's where the flavor comes from. Like, that's part of why you... Well, they take it off the bone. So All right, you can take a... You could cut the T-bone out of a T-bone steak and cook it, but then it's not going to taste the same. Doesn't matter. It tastes the same to me. It's also yeah, you not taste a the wing. Sauce. You're, you're eating chicken wings for the sauce. It's, 
You're eating chicken wings for the sauce. Then you can put anything in the sauce. Does that make everything a wing? Essentially. From our friends at meatpoultry.com, which sounds pretty official to me. I mean, if I'm going to go with the place, poultry. (laughs) I really wanted to know which one you found for this. I mean, look, meatpoultry.com sounds like the expertise when it comes to, to meat and poultry. So this is from their website. Quote, That's because boneless wings are not wings at all. They are typically formed from breast meat and are a spinoff of the breaded chicken nugget. Okay, Bam. but, but what right, do but you do saying, about, because chicken hang wing. Oh, mm. Hang on. We're also losing the thread a little bit. I agree. I uh, Thank you. Uh, what so what is the name of the website? So we agree they're not the same. They're not the same, but why would you pick, is just the whole reason you're picking boneless over bone in because you can, you don't have to eat around the bone. That's the only reason. I mean, essentially, and you could literally not have to work for your food. Man, I'm sorry. Like, I, that's part of it for me. Like, I love having drums and flaps on the same plate. You gotta get your I, hands okay, dirty. The, the you flaps are wings dirty. and drums are the legs. So what's about, what the, what's the chicken drum? Is that a wing? Is that a big wing? Like, what are you talking about? Go ahead, Josh. The anatomy of a chicken <laughs> would suggest that both the drum and the wing are connected to each other and therefore are part of the chicken wing. Again. Thank you for coming so to my TED when Talk. it comes to if you order a half-roasted chicken at a restaurant, no, is that right, one look, giant we're, wing? Get, we're getting all, way away from the original if you, point. If you, you eat eggs, is that boneless, a wing? Boneless or bone-in and why? Boneless because I could pop the whole thing in my mouth. You can do that with a bone-in wing. I you just do have as to well, the but it's just—it's it. a lot of work. I don't. Okay, so it's laziness. Please don't get so me wrong. Laziness. Do not get me wrong. I love wings. Almost every place I go to, I get regular wings. That's all they offer. But if I go to a place that offers boneless wings, I'm gonna get chicken with the same sauce that I'd get on the bone, and it tastes the exact same to me. Bone-in wings taste better. They taste drastically better. Eh. Drastically better. More research from our friends at (laughs) MeatPoultry.com. They say that more than 60% of wings served at restaurants are bone-in, which I'm actually surprised. I thought it'd be higher than that. All right. What's really interesting is this is like divided the internet. There, There is a lot of people that are the boneless wing category. It's the I, sauce that children. makes the wing. They're children okay. who it's like chicken nuggets. It's the sauce that makes Grow the up. Wing. You're an adult. Y'all, you pay taxes. Eat something with a bone in it. Are you kidding me? Are they dinosaur shaped too, Bear? That's a chicken nugget. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> there is a difference. According to our friends at Mean Falls Street, there is no difference. <laughs> All right. There is a difference. I, I, we're gonna let you we're gonna let you guys decide this. What are, what are you gonna say on the way out? Real quick, when it comes to bone in, drums or flats? Drums. What's weird is I always used to be drums. You only got to get her on one bone instead of two. Now, but now I'm not. I am the exact same way. There's Ryan? more meat on a drum. Flats are more flavorful. Flats are more delicious, period. No, you have to get around two bones instead of one. The and- meat in the flat. The, the, there's hardly any meat in a flat that's, that's part right, of so it wait, here's the here's the other thing there <laughs> there's drum versus flat breaking down the great chicken wing debate <laughs> is the very first thing that pops up and i think i said flaps earlier too <laughs> that's okay <laughs> oops um it says team flat also says they're better suited to hold sauce or blue cheese dressing similarly they also claim more surface area of crisp of crispy skin when compared to the drums Though Team Drum may declare more meat, Team Flat is quick to mention the flats have less cartilage and the meat is easier to remove. Correct. You don't have that weird nub up by where the the shoulder piece is and you have the bottom part. No thanks. I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to make a prediction on the poll results for this week. Boneless or bone in? I think bone in will win 70 to 30%. Whew. I don't know. Again, there so, are people that like boneless wings over bone in. So I get it. It's the sauce. I, I, I did a little bit of research, and according to Buffalo Wild Wings, who ah, sell meatpoultry.com seems like more of the experts here. Sorry. <laughs> well, wings is it's, in it, the- it's just based on their sales, was what I was going to say. It has nothing to do with anything. Um, they sell about 300 million more boneless wings per year. Than they do bone in. Well, wow. I mean, again. because children go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh my gosh! 
<laughs> no, it's the sauce that makes a wing. Thank you guys so much for joining us here on The Quad with Chris Young. As always, I'm Chris. We got Ryan from Miami, producer Josh, Haley the Bear. Make sure you vote on this. We need to know, boneless or bone-in? It's bone-in. And we're out. So next time we all hang out at my house, she's not allowed to bring the wings. Nope. You mean the, nug- the nuggets? I make great nuggets. drumsticks. I make great drumsticks. It, bone in. Stop it. You don't get I'm the last word. Boneless. We, we really should do a deeper dive on meatpoultry.com. They got some interesting <laughs> stuff here. <laughs>